welcome back to another exciting episode of the Striped Sweater Podcast, where the best time to listen is all the time. I'm one half of your co-hosts, Old Bold and Brash, Zach Maine. And I went to college. I'm Alex Beardsley. Greetings, folks. All right. Good to be back for episode three. Indeed. Uh... We were talking a bit before we hit the record button. The Super Bowl recently happened. Which Super Bowl was it? Super Bowl L-I-I-I, whatever that is. 53, right? Uh, the Patriots, uh, just the next step in their rampage. Anyway, uh, this is notable because if any of you, probably most of you, are aware... <clears throat> Spongebob made an appearance during the halftime show, and it was from the Band Geeks episode, and it was cute, but it was a major tease, and I called it, Zach Mayne actually believed that they would play Sweet Sweet Victory at the halftime show, and I said, no, they will not, and I was right. Super Bowl 58, for those of you listening. And it's almost worse that they teased it and didn't go through with it. That's how I feel. It was like... A total, like, F you to, to everyone who wanted it, basically. Yeah, because the whole reason they brought it up was because there was uh, an internet outcry after Steven Hillenburg's death, where they thought it would be a great way to remember him in the show, and I guess the people at the NFL thought that uh, they did a good job, but the halftime I mean, show was so bad. It was, I mean, come on, like, Maroon 5 was cool, like, fucking... 11 years ago at the most recent I feel like I, I mean I don't know maybe I'm incorrect yeah, big 2008 that. Maroon 5 guy here that's what I feel like I feel like they were popular a long time ago they haven't been popular in a long time in my assumption but that also probably shows you that I'm an out of touch old man right like all of them are so old right now it's probably getting harder and harder to breathe and I mean come on Adam Lambert like you're like a foot how? His name's Adam Levine. Who's Adam Lambert? That's the gay singer who who's doing like the uh, the Queen tours now. Okay. He was in American Idol. I thought I thought it was all the same guy. That's what funny. do you want from me? That was his song. Anyway, Adam Levine or whatever the frick your name <laughs> yeah, is. That's it. You, you know, he you're, was a skater you're, boy. You're a grown ass man. Put your shirt on. Seriously. Nobody cares. <laughs> like Very original take on the halftime show, Alex. Anyway, uh, I mean, but really, no. th- it was a shitty, shitty Super Bowl. It was not entertaining in the least, unless you like to watch defenses do their thing, which personally I don't really mind, but everyone else was super sad about it. And it is. It's more fun when people actually score points, which what? Uh, the Rams got what? One field goal? Two field goals? Yep. One? Just one? Yeah. I mean, Shout out to all the uh, Patriots fans out there who became fans within the last one to ten years. Exactly right. Good on you for sticking with such a, a good team. Yeah, yeah. You know? well such done. a team down on their luck, and you guys decided to back them. I know, the underdogs. It's like they always come through. Uh, but we're not here to hate. But seriously, though, shout out to the Rams punter with like what seven or eight punts including hecker. the longest in uh super bowl history what the hecker good on you bud uh <laughs> but yeah, we're not but here to talk about football we are here to talk about spongebob just no thought. actually we're here to talk about before we go 
further, the Dallas Stars. Did you hear about the Dallas Stars? The hockey team? Yeah. No. Oh, well, th- this is perfect then. So, uh, after, well, <clears throat> this wasn't even, I think it was right around the time of the Super Bowl, actually. They played for their halftime show, Sweet Victory, in the stadium on the big screen with a light show to go along with it. And it was the whole thing, and the crowd loved it. And the internet is becoming Dallas Stars fans because of that. Do you think that um, Do you think that SpongeBob has like a higher population of like SpongeBob viewers due to Sandy Cheeks being from Texas? I would say no. <laughs> yeah, we all love SpongeBob. That was a stupid question. Uh, anyway, yeah, good times, <laughs> Super Bowl, whatever. Who cares? Sports ball. Am I right? I do like sports, but hey, I like. I didn't enjoy the Super. Bowl. I like sports too, but really, they just make me angry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you won't like him when he's angry. And yeah, no, you don't want to mess with. Or most me. of the time. Uh, or ever, right? <laughs> don't even talk to me. But anyways, uh, <laughs> today we're not gonna until talk. he's had his coffee. <clears throat> I actually don't drink coffee. It's just a dumb thing that old women say. Yeah, people people say that. SpongeBob episode 3A and 3B is what we're going to talk about today. That would be Jellyfishing and Plankton, two absolute classics. Are you ready? Aye, aye, Alex. Jellyfishing. Give us the deets. Jellyfishing. Here's the deets. Uh, Original air date in the United States was July 31st, 1999. Official runtime is 11 minutes and two seconds. Storyboard director Steve Fonte. Storyboard artist Chris Mitchell. Two guys who make their debut in this episode. I only noticed that because I've been reading all the credits up to this point. (laughs) Written by Steve Fonte and Chris Mitchell. And Peter Burns and Tim Hill. Animation director Alan Smart, creative director Derek Drymon, our favorite <laughs> Jamaican man. Who really just can't stand being wet. He can't stand it. <clears throat> and we know this for a fact. Anyway, the opening shot is of SpongeBob's street. <sighs> well, actually, it's of uh, the jellyfish buzzing, right? First, he's buzzing kind of behind the rocks, and it opens up okay. to the house. Sure. Yeah. And here we are. We are on Conch Street. Um, now, uh, I, I made a point to notice that there was nothing going on in the background. You can't see another street back there or anything. For those of you keeping score at home of what is behind <laughs> the gang's house. Yeah. And it's funny, the opening, uh, it talks about, you know, the narrator says there are the jellyfish buzzing about and making their jellyfish jelly. Is that what they're doing? Because, like, in one episode, it makes it seem like they have to be milked like cows. Yeah. But I guess they're just out there making jelly. Well, it's funny because... What do they do? Do they eat their own jelly? It's like butterfly catching, but they're more like bees, kind of. They buzz and they produce... Um, they secrete a sweet uh, substance. And they can sting. 
And they sting, indeed. But the act of catching them is more like, I would think, I mean, nobody ca- goes around catching bees, right? Yeah. <laughs> Like, Unless you're playing Animal Crossing and trying to get those sweet, sweet it is, bells. It is true, and, and the bee is one of the hardest uh, bugs to catch. Yeah, because you, you get your anyway. eye messed up, dude, for a whole day. Unless well, you, you have medicine. to like you have to like quickly run around in a circle and then pull your net out and immediately get it in the right spot. It's right up there with the uh, the striped uh, the striped dragonfly. And the craziest thing about it too is when you pause, they don't stop. They they're just waiting for you to unpause to fuck you up. Yeah, right, right. Um Okay. Enough about Animal Crossing. <laughs> we should start an Animal Crossing podcast though, if there was such a way to do that. Because I love Animal Crossing. Shout out to Thomas Nook. Yeah. Uh so yeah, the jellyfish is going by. And then out of SpongeBob's house is a giant telescope from a submarine. Ah. <laughs> uh. The early morning in Bikini Bottom, when the jellyfish are buzzing about making their jellyfish jelly. Oh, what is happening here? Collectors? Oh, what's this? (laughs) Yeah, it just pops out and the narrator's even confused. And we see SpongeBob looking at jellyfish. And uh, and Patrick's right there too. Um, yep, him and Patrick are there. So uh, yeah, then they they're going to get ready to go jellyfishing, and they there's these suits in SpongeBob's house, yeah. and one of them is square shaped and one of them is circular. I love the thought, the idea that like SpongeBob had these suits installed, and he's like, yeah, I got to get one for my best friend too. <laughs> yeah, of <You> course. <laughs> Got to get two ropes, too, right? Because they yep. jump down and then they go down the ropes. They're sliding down the ropes as if they were like, you know, a, a firehouse pole or something. Yeah, or but secret agents. And it's really cool. Let it be known, kids, that, right, if you try to slide down a rope like it's a pole, you're going to get some rope burn. Yeah, which they do. Which is a classic gag. Their hands are like literally on fire and they're trying to blow them out. It's, yeah. It's funny. So this this is like one of the first times we really see one of SpongeBob's dark basement parts of his house. I mean, it, it has to be right. Yeah, it is. Um, and yeah, and as we continue to find out is that it seems that this pineapple just goes on forever in every direction. Or at least this is underneath. Yeah. I I mean, but there's a lot more than meets the eye with SpongeBob's pineapple. So not just pineapple juice in there. (laughs) Some badass uh, heavy metal music is playing. And, uh, you know, they're getting ready. They go, they're down in their armory. They grab their stuff. They're putting them together. They're yep, like the warm- three nets. They're warming up, like practicing their form and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and SpongeBob puts his glasses on. We get a really good shot of the outside of the house as the door opens. And it's like actually like un- the camera is like positioned underneath them, which is just cool. And yeah. They probably, you know, that was something they had to specifically animate for this episode. Still with the sweet music and still with the uh, the jellyfish going by. So when the door opens and like bubbles come out and and the music kind of cuts out or whatever. And they're like, uh, all right, like, let's go. And yeah, then they just look real serious. And then it turns into they start singing their la uh, la 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 la. And they're skipping. They're singing a a childish little tune as they skip along um and it kind of 
and we find out pretty quickly that these two are not really the best at jellyfishing. Although they love it. And they take it very serious yeah. uh, with their armory and their, you know, uh, ropes and all that stuff. Uh, but despite, ha- you know, loving it and taking it very seriously, they're not so good at it as they are immediately both getting stung and have to skedaddle away. Yeah, they're getting pushed over to Squidward's house where they're upside down and then the jellyfish stings them each on their butt. They both get one on the tuchus. Well, it's kind of the gooch area really for spongebob you know it wasn't the front or the back but just that big thick depth of him <laughs> he does he does have a thick gooch SpongeBob. Yeah. Yeah. um shout out to uh people with thick gooches out there you're loved <laughs> <laughs> this is the shout out episode um all right so squidward is about to get ready to go on a bike ride he's got his <laughs> his paddle bicycle and uh, the sarcasm is strong here. Yep, they want him to go jellyfishing with them. Yep. They even got the net out for him. Right. Uh, which is sweet to think that SpongeBob, you know, was like, yeah, I'll get a third net for squid. You know? <laughs> and even, you know, he's never, he'll never come. He'll never come jellyfishing if by choice. So anyway, like, they're talking to... Squidward, he's just being a super a-hole, just being really sarcastic with him. They're oblivious to the sarcasm. They think that he's really their best friend. Yeah, and he's like, there's nothing more I would like than to go jellyfishing with my two best friends, SpongeBob and... And he can't remember Patrick's name at this exact moment. Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. Correct. Reminds him. (laughs) And, uh, you know, Squidward... Goes on about his uh, day, you know. <laughs> and then Patrick says, well, maybe he doesn't like us. And then <laughs> SpongeBob says, are you kidding? We're his best friends. <laughs> right. They're totally they're totally oblivious to the whole thing. Uh, Squidward has a, has a great laugh at their expense. <laughs> yeah, his nose is uh, almost like it's breathing, you know. Yeah, yeah. His nose does the the Not in the normal way the, that... A contraction. Nose yes, right. Yeah, just not to the, clarify. Not, not through the, the nostrils, but the contracting. Yeah, and right. Expanding. The whole thing moves, right. So he's laughing to himself, giggling, having having a real good time, just riding his bike off into the sunset. And uh, meanwhile... Yeah, he's biking toward a jellyfish who's coming the other way. This we get kind of a back and forth camera action we see what's happening we see that they are getting and we are let to know that they are getting closer to each other as the camera cuts get quicker and quicker yeah until the jellyfish ends up in squidward's mouth inside of his mouth um in and around his mouth and then uh and he well first he's like what the shit and he smacks it yeah and then it goes under the shirt right yeah yeah sure 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 and then uh this distracts squidward and discombobulates him to the point that he is now sent careening over a cliff. Yeah. And then, of course, what happens when you take a bicycle made of bamboo and a jellyfish and a squid and they fall off a cliff? Of course, a giant explosion. (laughs) 
Shout out to Michael Bay. I thought I I, I noticed this. Uh, it's kind of funny that you know Squidward being a squid, or we can presume he's a squid. Uh, sure. Named Ward. He explodes, but he never produces ink. What's going on with that? Well, we don't get to see that. It's kind of not for the it's, kids. It's personal. Uh, yeah. You know, it is funny that his name is Ward, essentially. Like, isn't that a name that some people have? Ward? Yeah, Ward is a name. I would say yeah. it's, so, it's supposed to be like Edward, though. Squidward. Like how Squilliam yeah. is like William. Yeah. So it's really supposed yeah. to be like Edward more than... Uh, just Ward for it, sure. It could be Ward though. Theoretically. Still funny if it was like Edward and Robert yeah. and Patrick. It, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Robert <Eugene>. Squarepants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Frank. <laughs> Everybody's named Frank. There's a yeah. There are too many characters named Frank in this show. So um, then it then it cuts to uh, after Squidward's all exploded. Right. SpongeBob's in his house. SpongeBob. And he's got a like a. A hand knitted, it looks like, picture of him and Squidward, and it says "best friends" on it. Is that see? I I didn't read it that way. Like it's you're thinking like it's like a cross stitch or something that he yeah. made. I was thinking like how did when did they take this picture right. together? It doesn't look you know? like a real picture, but it's funny that this is already in the third episode, the second time that SpongeBob's called somebody else who isn't Patrick his best friend. Mm. The first being Sandy, of course. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so I guess looks all of his it. friends are his best friends. Yeah. That is kind of SpongeBob's personality. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, he looks, he's like eagerly awaiting his, his friend's return. Uh, he's looking at the picture. He's just sitting in the chair. You know, the TV's not on or anything. He's just, he's just waiting. Yeah. And then um, we can see something coming up from the horizon down the le- stage left. You know, maybe coming from the Krusty Krab, mm, but probably not. Debatable. Uh, <laughs> Squidward arrives. He is covered in bandages, and he is driving a motorized wheelchair. And it appears he's got two of his legs up, so he broke a couple of his legs. Yeah, poor um, guy. Yeah, I mean, he gets really injured in this crash, and it's like, for what? Because he was, like, sarcastic? It's kind of... I don't know. The more I think about this episode, it's like Squidward gets shit on real hard and he really doesn't do anything wrong. This happens a lot. But a lot of times <laughs> you're just supposed to laugh it off. Um, but yeah, we so all know that he's miserable. So it's like, haha, a miserable jerk gets hurt. Yeah. Whatever. Just make him more miserable. Don't make him happy at all. So Squidward or SpongeBob notices that uh, Squid is on his way, picks up his shell phone and decides to call Patrick. He says, hey, Patrick. Squid's back. And you see Patrick, uh, what appears to be in a separate area, a separate room. Or uh, a separate home. Right. Completely. And then uh, then he says that they want to greet Squidward with his two best friends. And Patrick says, who are they? Because, you know, obviously, they yeah. don't seem like best friends. But SpongeBob assures them that they are. And... Then they hang up the phones. Turns out they were just back to back, standing <laughs> next to each other in the inside the pineapple. Um, yeah. So anyway, the gang decides to go over there. Squidward's trying to get into his house. No, they're in there by the time he gets in the house. Oh, this oh, is where okay. they have the welcome home sign. My fault. Um, yeah. He says welcome home, and uh, Patrick says Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is funny, though, because in the Christmas special, isn't it like they don't know what Christmas is or they just don't know who Santa is? 
Um, it's been a while since I've seen that one. I can't wait for the Christmas special. Yeah. I love that one. Um, anyway, off topic. So, yeah. So they're they're determined to give Squidward the best day ever, which would later become a thing in SpongeBob's life. Shout out to best day ever song. Uh, so they make him the alphabet soup. Yeah, and it uh, says "Welcome home." Squid. No, it says best day. It says best day ever. Oh yeah, it says best day ever. Um, it it. says best day ever, and Patrick decides to help Squidward feed. Which his whole mouth and face is completely bandaged. Right. So when Patrick is like offering him up the soup, I mean, Squidward is trying to communicate, like, no, I can't eat that. Like, I have no way of eating that. And he's like, oh, it's a little hot. Yeah. So he starts blowing it obviously all up in Squidward's face and his eyes and he can't uh, do anything and do anything about it. Cause he's like totally bandaged up. Yeah. He's blowing he it ju- right just, onto squid. He just has to take it and he's <laughs> burning. Um, from it. And it's funny. You hear uh, Squidward, you know, moaning and groaning in pain. And I feel like, you know, it's almost like a South Park style gag where he is saying something under those bandages, but yeah. you can't tell what he's saying. Yeah. Um, um, After a few blows, uh, they decide soup isn't best. Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny because SpongeBob is like getting annoyed with Patrick. Yeah. So then SpongeBob's like, uh, how about some music? Uh, so how about I play you something on the clarinet? A little ditty. And uh, P. Diddy. It's funny because, oh. like, Spongebob is, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know why he thinks he can play the clarinet. You know <laughs> just, what I mean? He's like, just trying to make his friend feel better. I so guess. he do, he proceeds to lick. To be fair, he can't be worse than Squidward. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. Um, so he licks the frick out of his lips and uh, re- really really slurping him up. You really really get an extreme close-up of his tongue and his lips and everything. Eventually, Patrick gets annoyed, uh, which is the callback from before, and then they're like, But what is best is what we save for last. The one surefire thing to make your best day ever the best day ever. And then they're just. Oh, are we supposed to do that together? No, no, that's fine. Oh, it sounded like you wanted a chant going. No, no, that's fine. Uh, jellyfishing, jellyfishing. No, no, it's oh. it's past the point. <laughs> uh, so the surefire thing to cheer Squidward up is jellyfishing. The very thing. Well, I guess it's funny because he told them, like, yeah, of course I'd want to do that. Yeah. Like, and now so, he can't talk his way out yeah, of it. Yeah, right, right. Oh, I didn't even. Oh, man, that's good. That is, that's good writing. Uh, and so they arrive at Jellyfish Fields. Yeah, so the whole reason they do it is to make him happy because it's what he wanted to do. Right. Um, yeah. So then, you know, they're in the field. He immediately, as soon as they get there, he's trying to leave Squidward. He's doing everything in his power to get out of there, which yeah. is just try and move his chair. Which he did when he got home, too. When he saw them, he tried to escape immediately. Yeah, yeah, right. And he just can't. Um, so, yeah, SpongeBob says, why don't you set him up while I pick out one of these fine specimens? <laughs> And then uh, it's Patrick's job to get Squidward ready to fish. And this brings us to our favorite line of the show. The most memorable and probably the funniest. Firmly grasp it in your hand. 
firmly grasp it. Firmly grasp it! That'll do it. So at that point, he completely shoves the the jellyfishing uh, net right through Squidward's hand, and you get a nice close-up of it going through the bandages and through his hand. Yeah, so, I mean, you're to assume that it literally just, like, he shoved that thing through Squidward's flesh yeah. for it to stay there. Um, very painful. Squidward, uh, I mean, he really just wants to go home. And and uh, let's see. Blah, 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 but now blah. they're going to teach him how to do it. With yeah. a little bit of da 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 dum, which I uh, I did my little research on this one. The song is called "The Blue Dan- Danube," um, most famous for its use in the film "2001: A Space Odyssey." Stanley Kubrick, nineteen sixty nine. If you've not seen this film, I highly recommend it. Um, I thought it was boring. Of course you did, because you think I everything that's important. good is boring. <laughs> Um, I mean, it came out nearly 10 years before Star Wars and has just as good, if not better, visual effects, in my opinion. Yeah, mine's more the pacing of the movie, but... But that's that's just how it is, you know? Yeah. Um, sometimes art is a little bit boring. Yeah, but anyway. so they're, like, trying to dance along to the song and jellyfish at the same time. And even the jellyfish joins in and gives a little... <laughs> That's such a good impression. Damn. And then, uh... Then they, they just, like, end up falling all over each ja, other. Da, 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 da. And, and they get stung. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, it ends up... I mean, again, we see... These guys aren't very good at jellyfishing. Um, they always mess up and get stung. Yeah, uh, but then that... That jellyfish decides to go over to Squidward and mess with him. Squidward, who's minding his own business at this point, literally couldn't do anything if he wanted to. Yeah, and it stings him right on the nose. Gets stung right on that big schnoz of his, that trademark schnoz. And then and it starts uh, to breathe itself again with a little bit of... Yeah. So Squidward's a little bit upset at this little jellyfish, and he decides he's going to teach this thing a lesson. So he starts to go after it. He gets caught up on a rock and whatever. SpongeBob and Patrick take notice and they're like, oh, you know, he's doing it. He's, you know. Yeah, he gets stuck, but then he keeps going again. It's great. Yeah, they're like cheering him on and stuff. Squidward eventually uh, corners it or, you know, yeah, corners it, so to speak, up against a suspicious looking boulder. Which is pink. And, uh,. He catches the jellyfish, and he's so proud of him uh, getting this jellyfish back for what it's done to him. He starts banging it up against this this rock. Not like that, folks. Oh, my gosh. Get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> he just starts banging the jellyfish. No, he's like... I said he bangs it up against the rock. Anyone yeah. with a brain will know what I mean. <laughs> sure. We've all banged things against rocks before. Come on. We've all went to high school. But the way he does it is he, like, keeps it in the net and just yeah. whacks it. Yeah, he's oh. just kind of uh, <laughs> proud of himself. Yeah, so then we find out that uh, the giant boulder, right, is actually a really big jellyfish. Potentially a queen jellyfish or a king. Although there's no crown. No crown, you're right. <laughs> that would be the, the way we know. Or cape or scepter. 
That's true. But doesn't... I don't know. Doesn't the queen not have a crown? Only the king has a crown? Next time on Stripe Sweater Podcast. Stripe Sweater Podcast. We'll that, find out. That's going to be probably... It, that's like probably season two or three. So yeah. it'll be a year or two, but uh, we'll get there. Uh, yeah, we're working at a Dragon Ball Z pace here. Yep. SpongeBob and Patrick are just watching him wheel away and they're cheering him on as this jellyfish is just following Squidward. I love it too. Patrick's like, look at this guy. He's a natural. Like, yeah, as he's just standing there. They're just totally oblivious well, to what's happening yeah. at all times in this episode, basically. Squidward is doing his best to escape, but. It's not it's not going to happen. Yeah. So <sighs> off screen, we see a gigantic lightning of a zap. He gets super electrocuted and we see the faces of SpongeBob and Patrick to let us know that it was not a pretty thing. Yeah, that happened. Worried. <laughs> and uh, then the next thing we see, it cuts to in front of Squidward's house where SpongeBob and Patrick are and they're covered in little tiny bandages Squidward's coming back now. I, I just really, really quick want to say whatever. Pat, Patrick's like, oh, hey. or I mean, I'm sorry. Squid, SpongeBob is, says something like, oh, yeah, we had a great day yesterday, right? And Patrick just goes, I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's good stuff. Uh, I don't know if it was supposed to be so funny, but I thought it was very funny. Yeah. Um, That's what you say after you had fun. I had fun. So, yeah, Squidward is now in a uh, motorized gurney. So he's laying down in like a, a hospital, like bed. a hospital bed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's an IV attached with like a greenish yellow liquid, uh, which is like, what's that all about? And now he's got an actual cast on. It's got to uh, be Gatorade outside of. Uh, yeah, it probably the only thing better Le- for you than water. It's lemon lime, le- lemon lime Gatorade. You know, the electrolytes are really good for you. <laughs> So anyway, he's in a cast now. Uh, before he was just bandaged. Now he's in a full body cast. Um, and SpongeBob and Patrick think it would be a great little gift to give their friend the jellyfish that in a jar. Initially stung him and got him into this big mess. So what does he do? Somehow through all the bandages, he's able to open up the jar and let it out on them. He unleashes the jellyfish on them. And to be honest, they, I kind of feel like they deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. But uh, then the end, I mean, this is kind of messed up. What happens? Yeah. The, Undeserving. Uh, the, bi- the, big, the big boy uh, reappears for... The BBJF. Yeah. Big, beautiful jellyfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red's, Don't Google that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he, the, the big one reappears and decides to annihilate Squidward yet again with its electrical powers. Yeah, and it zaps his bandages completely off. Yep, uh, they like break off like they're like glass or something, and uh, and then Squidward says, "Ow!" And uh, as you would when getting hurt. And that's the end. And I mean, what did what did we learn from this episode, Zach? <laughs> um, oh, geez, uh, just be upfront, you know. I guess don't be a sarcastic a hole yeah. to your friends. Or to anybody, for that matter. You look like you're staring at me, like, with intent. <laughs> We're having this a conversation. This isn't a lesson for me. This is for everyone, all right? <laughs> I wasn't... I didn't mean it that way. All right, all right? moving on. Ow. Um, <laughs> all right. So that does it for episode 3A. I give that, that one probably four out of five squids. 
I'd give it uh, seven and a half conch shells out of 13. Yeah, that's pretty low. It's not even half. But I'm, No, it is. I it's more it. than half. Yeah. I say not even. I meant like barely even. I was just whatever. This is actually a fine episode. I didn't it's, go to it's a real fun. college. Me neither. Um, I have a film degree. It's literally the most worthless degree you can have. And speaking of people who have degrees, this next episode is called Plankton. Yeah. With an exclamation point. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have the debut of our friend Plankton. Let me give you the specifications on this bad boy. Um, this one ru- clocks in at 11 minutes and one second. Storyboard director Ennio Torresan. Storyboard artist Eric Weiss, written by Ennio Torreson and Eric Weiss, and Mr. Lawrence, a.k.a. Doug Lawrence, a.k.a. The Voice of Plankton. Animation director Edgar Larrazabal, creative director Derek Raimon. Alrighty. We are taken immediately to the Krusty Krab. Which this will be our first time going back to the Krusty Krab since Help Wanted, I think. Um, which is good. It's good to be back. Yeah. Know? And it starts with SpongeBob speaking French since the narrator's not there to do it. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, right? Squidward's asking where the Krabby Patty is, and he says, Wee oui, wee, oui. un Krabby Patty, monsieur, le Patty. Come on, SpongeBob. Next. Wait, quit fooling around. Where's my Krabby Patty? Wait, hold on a second. Yeah, you know, SpongeBob is getting creative and having fun at his job. Uh, and he decides to use his hollow <laughs> body in order to ins- assemble les ingredients. Uh, he... Uh, he like puts all the stuff in his holes and he's like, whatever he shoots mustard into the sky and then like gets it in his eye. Like it's an <laughs> eye drop. Yeah. He's throwing stuff up his short legs and everything. Yeah. 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 Um, and then he shakes, shakes it up. Like it's a, his mar- body, a martini or something. Right. He yeah. pulls his body off of his torso, his yeah. head or whatever. I mean, yeah, it's just it's his so body strange. and arms. And then there's his, most of his body. He face. shakes it up like it's a uh, some kind of a cocktail, and then um, and uh, he has a great you know little joke of it's under your nose, silly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this I noticed this Krabby Patty looks a lot more like the Krabby Patty we all know and love. Yeah, it's like an actual painted image. Well, and it's got the onion and stuff. Like in the uh, in the first episode, it's literally just like a patty with lettuce. You know, right. Um, yeah, they just look like regular burgers. Like super bare bones. Uh, but now we have a dressed up patty for the first time. We Yep, and I did note that we get a close-up painting of it. And then suddenly, before Squidward can take the patty to its intended customer, it begins to jump and squiggle all around the room. And Squidward thinks it's some kind of joke that's being played on him. Right, and he's like, no, no, I'm not doing this, I swear. Eventually, the patty makes its way out of the kitchen door and is headed for the front door. Mr. Krabs, Eugene H. Krabs, that's his middle initial, right, H? I think so. I'm pretty sure that sounds right. Um, Eugene Heckin Krabs. <laughs> Eugene uh, is there to stomp on the patty 
and stop it. And he knows exactly what's going on. Yep. It's and plankton. It is. It is plankton. Yeah. So he steps on it and uh, he puts out a magnifying glass so we can see plankton. And he complains about he's going to get the formula and he went to college. I went to college. Uh, which is something that we've also both well, done. Cra- yeah. Crabs. So we're, we're about it. You know, we but, feel plankton. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I mean, a guy like me who went to college and is paying money every day for said college still and not making any money from it. I know exactly how he feels, uh, but it's good. Um, Mr. Crab yeah, puts good. Mr. Crab puts uh, plankton onto a plate and just sends him flying like a Frisbee. Like a, yeah, he says a flying saucer. And yeah. it's funny because this is another time I think where we see Mr. Krabs being unusually careless with his money. I right? He's throwing too, away right? his own assets. He, he throws away a plate that is so unlike Mr. Yeah. Krabs. But in this case, it's either get rid of this plate or lose everything by losing the secret formula. Although he could just like flick him or something. He could throw just, him. You know? I mean, really, I mean, if, if this were real life and and. Uh, you know, an ant-sized thing was tormenting you. You would just kill it right there. You'd step on it and kill it. Yeah. But um, this is plankton is a is but, a sentient being. But it Mr. Krabs, right. Mr. Krabs hasn't got his uh, taste of blood yet. Right. That'll come uh, <laughs> in a while. Um. So we see. So this is obviously the debut of plankton. Also the debut of his restaurant, the Chum Bucket. SpongeBob and Krabs go outside to sort of whatever. They're kind of like laughing about it. And SpongeBob does a weird version of his laugh. And I'm thinking this is just the prototype laugh before his traditional laugh that we all know uh, came into being. Right. Because this is what the laugh sounds like. (laughs) Then later it's more like. So anyway. But he won't stop laughing. Mr. Krabs has to shut him up. Yep. And uh, fast forward to the end of the night. Uh, SpongeBob is closing up shop. Uh, It's kind of funny to think that SpongeBob is like there from like 8 a.m. until like 9 p.m. or something (laughs) like that. he's closing by himself. Right, right. Um, When you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. It's true. And he doesn't even he doesn't even get paid for it. He pays Mr. Krabs (laughs) to work there. And if he does get paid, it's probably in fake money. Yeah, right, right. As we discovered in the bubble stand episode. So uh, SpongeBob is walking home. Uh, we do not get an answer as to where his house is in relation to the Krusty Krab this episode. I think he's but walking left. Soon we will. He is walking stage. He's like walking, if you're looking out of the Krusty Krab. If you're looking at the Krusty Krab, it's stage, stage right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense for what I was thinking. Because it'd be stage left of his that house. road. That road could go any which way, though, pal. You don't know. There could be cu- curves yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and we w- are going to find cutie. out. Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he starts getting a voice calling to him, telling yeah. him to come close. I love it. It's psst, young man. Yeah. <laughs> Just he's that to, voice is so good. He's telling them to come closer, closer. Not that close. Ooh, and then SpongeBob stepped on, on him. Um, Plankton. So Plankton is trying to butter SpongeBob up to get him to just give him the formula, basically. Plankton yeah. thinks that he can 
can accomplish that. He and starts he, to talk about, oh, we're friends, you know, and no. he's like, no, uh, acquaintances, no, not really. Well, we're both invertebrates, aren't we? Yeah, which is a great joke, um, you know, because it's like, yeah, I guess, you know, yeah, we've we've got some common ground, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then he goes on to give him a gift. Yeah, one of my favorite lines of the episode, but not the favorite. It's, it's a good just one. just the simple thing of him pulling out this spatula that he painted gold, and he says. Shing, sparkle, sparkle. Yeah, he like does the sound effects for himself. Yeah. Shing, sparkle, sparkle. Wow. It's good stuff. And um, then he goes on to talk about his birthday, and he he puts a hat on SpongeBob's thumb. Yep. Which is funny. It's hilarious. And uh, you know, talks about you know what I want for my birthday as he brings out a candle with four candles in it and blows it out i assume he's older than four though. I, I don't know I, he I, sounds like a man i imagine plankton doesn't live that long in in real life that that's true it's a good point right so um, their uh, time is much shorter than us he asked spongebob what does spongebob think plankton wants for his birthday and uh this is another great line a booster seat booster seat hot dog i mean no good line uh that's hilarious because it's like he Loses his mind at the thought of owning a booster seat. Um, SpongeBob is not on board. Yeah, he's like, well, he's like booster seat hot dog. And then he's like, wait, no, no, no. Uh, I want, you know, I want the secret formula. And he starts drooling. Yeah, he all like over his hand. All over SpongeBob's hand. Profusely drooling. Like, and when you see SpongeBob eventually drops him into the puddle. It's like 20 times the size of Plankton's own body. So he, re- I mean, it just goes to show he really wants this Krabby Patty secret formula. Yeah. Um, SpongeBob says no, and that they're not friends at all. And, and then uh, it's funny. He's like very SpongeBob is like much smarter in this episode than he was just five minutes ago in uh, jellyfishing, yeah. you know, now it's like he kind of knows what's going on. He's his aware loyalty to the Krusty Krab, but that's true. Knowing. Right. I think his loyalty above all, that's what it is. Right. He is so loyal. He knows that this guy is not his friend. He's an enemy of the Krusty Krab. Then he's an enemy to me. Kind of, kind of mentality. And then we get Plankton's promise to SpongeBob. You're going to hand deliver it to me personally. Well, and even before that, he says a good line of, uh, you know, SpongeBob saying no. He goes, I thought you were stupid. Yeah. And here I thought you were stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it's funny because he is stupid, but yeah. just not as stupid as Plankton thought. Plankton thought and he Plankton could just, just met him. Just figure it. Yeah. It's but Plankton went to college. You know, he's a smart dude. Yeah. Um, so anyway, even though he's only four and he already went to college. Yeah. 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 And then he plays his little record player and laughs and all that. He plays his record player, uh, flash forward to SpongeBob's house. SpongeBob is getting ready to hit the hay and he does. He hits it. And we find out that, uh, what's his face? Plankton with the face. Yep, and the eye. Is already in SpongeBob's bed, disguised as one of the flowers on his sheets. Dirty, dirty boy. He decides to play his record once more, just for uh, dramatic effect, and we hear a silly children's ABCs song. (laughs) (laughs) 
and it's like, oh no, not that. Flips the record right over, and on the other side of the record is the evil uh, takeover music. Yeah. <laughs> on into the sponge goes Plankton. Yep, and he's reading his map, trying to find the brain. Just a big brain in the middle with a bunch of lines coming out of with, it. And with like a real, like a real, like human style map of yeah. like something with a brain in the middle. Yeah. Which is a good, that's a second like map, funny map gag we've gotten in the show so far. Uh, yeah. It's funny. It goes to show like little jokes like that, I think, are what make this show have the like lasting Substance impact that it does. Yeah. 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 And then he's just so, looking and he's like, where am I going to find it? And he looks down, and he's like, oh, yeah. He and realizes, just, right. He's just on top of the brain. He's literally okay. standing on it. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, then SpongeBob turns over, and or this is where we find out uh, what his plan is, right? Well, he's, yeah. he's. We got know he's his, in there for something. He's got his little backpack thing on with the antennas, yep. and he's getting ready to do something. Yeah, and SpongeBob turns over and the brain starts rolling. SpongeBob is tossing and turning as in his sleep, as you do. Yeah, and your brain, you know, moves around a bunch, right. obviously. Right, it rolls. Your brain just rolls from side to side. It's funny, uh, you know, he's trying to implant this thing into the brain and he can't do it because it's rolling around and he... He goes, come back here, you swine. Yeah, talking about the brain. <laughs> he calls his brain swine, which is just <laughs> ridiculous and funny. Yeah, and then eventually he gets it, and he tapes it down to the bottom of whatever part of SpongeBob's head that is. Yeah. And he says, yes, yes, that's grand. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the way he talks in this one. It's Plankton, funny. yeah, no, Plankton really is like a... A one character in the show just because he's so funny. The voice is so funny and the things he says are just unlike any other character. And it's great. Yeah. And then we see his master plan, which is college educated, as he says. Yeah. And it's just it shows his little control device and it shows the brain and an arrow pointing from one to the other. The plan itself is college educated. Yeah. College educated <laughs> plan. Um, he plugs that boy in uh, and then now Plankton's got full control. Well, not full control, but a lot of control over SpongeBob. Yep, and he gets him up right away. It's like, oh, must be morning. SpongeBob just kind of trying to go along with whatever. Yeah, his yeah. Doing. It's like it's like he his brain is just making him do this stuff. So he's just kind of like, okay, I guess it's morning. I guess it's time for work. I, you yeah. know. And we do we see that rig that uh, he puts his pants on. And he's like, oh, not, not going to wear pants today, I guess. Yeah, right after, that's right after he uh, walks through his kitchen. He goes, time for a well-balanced breakfast. And then there's everything stacked on his head. Yeah, he walks like, through the refrigerator. Yeah, he's like, that's not what I meant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Yeah, then he oh, walks wow, through the that's pants. A, that is a good joke. I oh, never realized realize? why that's funny, because he says well-balanced, and then he's balancing it. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah, and then he's See? like, oh, man. Uh, right, then he does the pants. Oh, I guess I'm not wearing pants. Right. And then he, he's like, guess I'm not going to use the door either. And he just walks through the door, like the side of his the house. side, yeah. He did, yeah. And then um, he's, so he's walking around in underwear. Wait, we just answered our own Krusty Krab question because he does walk through Squidward's house, past Patrick's house to get to the chum bucket, which is across from the Krusty Krab. I knew it. So, as of this point, Zach was right. 
<laughs> we'll see if it ever changes because I'm certain that it will change. But at this point in time, the Krusty Krab is to the stage left of the gang's house. Yeah. It's been confirmed. Because he does walk through Squidward's house. Yep. And uh, he he's just going right through. Squidward wakes up. It's his bedroom on the bottom floor, by the way. Yeah. And, yeah, Squidward's uh, house is weird. And Squidward's, like, trying to figure out what's wrong with him. And SpongeBob turns around. And can we just play the clip? Yeah. Yeah, so then he says, Shut your mouth, you mediocre clarinet player. Mediocre? You pretentious little insignificant artist. Your sniveling creations are worth less than a protozoan's waste. Which, like, a protozoa, I think, is, like, even more microscopic than, like, a plankton. Yeah. So it's like he's basically saying, you know, it's like the worst of the worst. Um, I might be wrong on that, though. I don't know. I should have looked up what a protozoa is. So then, uh, then at this point, SpongeBob rolls his eyes in the back of his head like he's imitating the Undertaker, and he can see inside his head, and he sees plankton. Yeah, he rolls him all the way back to the point that he can see. That's so funny. Um, so then, what does he do? Does he he, then, he goes by Patrick's house, right? Yeah. Then he goes by Patrick's house, and he just walks. He really walks through the rock, and then Patrick is on his head, which is funny because. He doesn't actually sleep in the rock, but he's on his head. And, like, SpongeBob actually looks mad, which is funny because that is, like, the part that he actually can control is his look. But he looks mad, and then they throw him right into the ground like a jart. Well, it's funny, though, because when SpongeBob is, when Plankton is talking through SpongeBob, his expression is, like, angry and stuff. And he is actually, his mouth is moving and all that. So it's it's a weird... uh, continuity type thing. It's like, who knows? Anyway, they make their way to the chum bucket. Through the Krusty Krab. Oh, right. Okay, yep. They walk through the Krusty Krab. And just walk out with a burger, right? He doesn't make it. There's already a Krabby Patty in there somewhere. Well, we know there's a a vault full of pre-made Krabby Patties. When it's not the freezer that has no ice in it. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) So there's one already made, obviously. Otherwise... Plankton would see how it's made. Oh, and he goes, how about a little takeout? Yeah. He walks through right into the the chum bucket where he shows SpongeBob his rooms. This is probably my favorite line of the show. I mean, I like the mediocre one, but upon watching it again, the this is my lab. And it's just a picture of a like a golden a lab. Video. Uh, or yeah, a video. A real life video. It's literally just a video on the wall of a lab. A golden a lab. A golden Labrador retriever. Hilarious. Yeah, as he's walking through, just this is my lab. Yeah, right. And you expect it to be his lab, his laboratory. Right. But, but it's then, just a video of his lab. Then he walks by and he goes, and this is my laboratory. It's just good. It's just Perfect. gold. It's just gold right there. <laughs> SpongeBob sees what's going on. He tries to bite the wall. Yeah. Yeah. With and his then, two and big then, teeth. And then his teeth actually break the wall. So, damn. Yeah. I mean, he's got some strong chompers. Yeah. And then, you know, struggling. He's doing everything in his power to not uh, drop the patty into this machine that will tell 
plankton exactly what is in a Krabby His Patty. analyzer, as he calls it. Which, and he shows by putting in what I think is my most memorable line of this whole episode is where they put in the seaweed and then the computer, who we don't know is his wife yet, says... Seaweed. 50% sea, 50% weed. And then... So we know that this thing analyzes really good, and he starts letting go of SpongeBob's fingers one at a time. Yeah, yeah, it's good the way they, like, each one is, like, all droopy and shit. Uh, He's just got two thumbs and two fingers on it at this point, and he asks him for any last words. um, And SpongeBob just apologizes to the Krabby Patty and says that he let everyone down, and he talks about how delicious and... How scrumptious and delectable and it is. Steamy. Yeah. And uh, then we see the Krabby Patty being made. As he says, pretty much what all the ingredients are, except for the secret ingredient. Right. That's the big thing is the secret ingredient. Um, and they put it together in real life, and it looks kind of like really crappy. And they make, yeah, they make the, which is kind of the gimmick when they do those live action things. It's like as bare bones, as minimalistic as possible. Like when you see SpongeBob and Patrick all dried up on the AstroTurf. Yeah. It's literally just a house sponge and a shitty pink starfish yeah. on a piece of AstroTurf. You know, they could have made it look a lot nicer. They could have made this patty look a lot nicer, but they made it look like it was from like some weird 1960s, like, you know, video or something. (laughs) Yeah. Like they just bought all the pieces at the dollar store. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it almost looks like it's like fake, you know, like the, the stuff, like the meat is fake and the, and the tomato is fake. I don't know. I don't know if it is, but it just does not look like something that I personally would ever want to eat. Um, Other than it being made of meat. But there was a time where I enjoyed meat. Um, Not anymore. Those days are long past me. But, you know, it's gross looking. Like, it's literally just, it's gross looking. Yeah, like the bread's old. (laughs) Yeah, it just does not look appetizing in any any way, shape, or form. But I guess that's kind of the joke, is that they're talking about how amazing it is, and then they're like, look how fucking shitty this thing is. Yeah, but in Plankton's (laughs) mind, it looks great. And he he just, instead of knowing what's in it, that he could make a million times, he he decides he can't hold it, and he jumps, jumps out of SpongeBob's head onto the Krabby Patty, Bounces right into his own analyzer. Yep, and he's, like, vaporized, I guess. Yeah. Because that's what this thing does. Yeah. And uh, and then the computer gives us what plankton is. Plankton. 1% evil, 99% hot gas. Well, this stinks. And, uh, and I guess plankton is just trapped in the computer for yeah. the rest of his life now or whatever, yeah. until he can find a way out. This is probably <laughs> why he got married to Karen, uh, right? Very, He's very inside deep. her. He's it, entered her at this point. He's entered Karen. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> They're this consummating is a, this the is a vulgar, uh, this is a vulgar episode and yeah. we didn't even know it. But, uh, so anyway, SpongeBob's like, okay, I'm out of here. And, uh, you know, we see that I like the. The shot of the doors closing one way, and then they flap open, and Plankton is just saying stuff in between the doors opening and closing. Yep, yep. Um, until they finally close. And he goes, I command you! McPenny! No! I'll settle for some fries! And, uh, yeah, so that's confirmation that the Krabby Patty, the, 
The Krusty Krab does con- have fries. You can they, say it if you want. They serve fries there. <laughs> um, but I think that about does it for us. That's the end of that episode. So yeah, this one went pretty long. Um, so, so yeah, this one I would give uh, at least uh, three dried pieces of lettuce. Sure. Yeah. Um, no, I like this episode a lot. Uh, like I've already said, I think Plankton is a really awesome character. I really just adore him. I think some of the best episodes involve Plankton. I think some of the best lines of the show involve Plankton. Uh, he's just a good character, and it's good to have like that villain because we really don't have a villain up until this point. Um, and it's funny, we do see in later episodes, he is one of the most rational thinking at times, and he's also kind of relatable at times, but we'll talk right. about that when in, it comes in, up. In some ways, yeah, he's almost like the most human character, Yeah, um, which is funny because he's like literally supposed to be like a microscopic like piece of shit, basically. Maybe we just get him because we went to college. Could be. Could be. Shout out to college. Shout out to college. This episode is dedicated to college and to you, the listener. Hey, are you enjoying your time with the Stripe Sweater Podcast? Why don't you follow Zach and I on social media? I am on various social media platforms, including Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch.tv, and YouTube, all as Ashton Waganda, A-S-H-T-O-N-W-A. G A N D H A. It's a tough one to spell, but you know what? Figure it out. <laughs> yep. And I'm Zach Main on Facebook. Manchester underscore Zach. Mystified on Twitch. M I S T A F Y E D. That's it. So those that's who we are. Um, hey, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Leave us a uh, review or something because that's I'm pretty sure that's something you can do with podcasts and I'm pretty sure that we would like to hear from you the listener whoever you may be and wherever you may be and please feel free to you know hit us up on social media with any questions comments concerns we love you the fans we do this for our own fun but the fact that people might theoretically listen to this is pretty exciting too Hey, Zach, what would you do with a drunken sailor early in the morning? You're going to hand deliver it to me personally. A drunken sailor? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I like that line. No, it is. It is good. And he says it twice throughout the episode. Yeah. That's all, folks. Doggies are getting antsy. Bye, Uh, y'all. Yeah, uh, yeah, we should say bye. That's good. Uh, You said bye, y'all, so I'll say goodbye, my friends.